Welcome. My name is Jesse and you are listening to The Wake Up Call. This show is about opening your eyes to how you've been living, bringing awareness to the standard you've been operating at, and helping you start living to your full potential. There are two ways I'll help you do this. One, by disciplining your mind, and two, by strengthening your body. It's time to take stock of your current performance and go to the next level. Let's do this. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Wake Up Call. In today's episode, I want to talk to you about the power of physical and mental preparation. This is something that I've I've been involved in sport and training and having coaching in multiple different domains, whether it be through Taekwondo, through football, and also in weight training over many, many years, since I was about six years old. So I understand and I know that the right kind of physical and mental preparation that you do, it can be life-changing. And that's not something I say lightheartedly and it's not something that I say often is the words life-changing. Because those words, let's be frank, they are overused and abused. Life-changing for a lot of people when they hear that, they just fluff over it and they think, yeah, here goes another person talking about something life-changing, bullshit. I understand your skepticism as well. But I understand, I know for me personally, in my own training, in my own lifetime, and having been a coach for so long, that when you find the right type of training and the right type of regime, it can actually transform your life. It can impact the quality of your life across the board. Whether it be career advancement, whether it be opening you up to finding and creating new relationships, whether it be just looking and feeling and holding yourself differently when you're walking through the shopping center or when you look yourself in the mirror or when you're putting on clothes, you just, you've got a different feel about you. And it's, it's, some of these things are intangible. They're very hard to kind of quantify and describe unless you've actually experienced them. But when you do the right type of physical and mental training, it can open up so many doors and opportunities you otherwise wouldn't be in a position to do or even try. And I know this after speaking with hundreds of people over the years. You know, I encourage people to try some type of physical endeavor and their first response is, oh, no, I don't think I can do that. I'm not physically capable. And there's all this self-doubt, this fear and uncertainty of, I don't think that I have the capacity to do it. I would love to do it, but I just don't know that I can. For men, it might be having a beer belly or a gut and not having the confidence to take the shirt off at the beach. Like, that's something that can be changed. You can fix that. And it can impact, that's one part of your life, but then it trickles onto everything else. I feel better about myself. Therefore, I make better decisions. I now feel stronger. I'm physically training. I feel powerful. I'm going into meetings or I'm going into conversations, standing up taller, feeling more confident about myself. Like, how, how do you even quantify that? It's fucking... When people tell me about what they've done or what they can't do because of a lack of training, it blows my mind that more people don't do this and they don't seek out something which prepares them for long-term success. And I want to talk about the mindset, the mind, the mental state of things before the physical. Because before you can access all that you are physically capable of, your strength, your endurance, your balance, your cardiovascular output, whether it be VO2 max, anaerobic thresholds, all of these amazing things, before you can physically 
exemplify those, you have to get your mind right. It's no point talking about, you know, what is your physical capacity? What is your end point? Where is your breaking point? We can't even discuss these things unless you have the right mindset and you're starting to think about these things. Now, when I'm talking about mindset, getting your mind right, being mentally strong and resilient, I'm not talking about positive affirmations where you repeat you know, certain words or mantras to yourself every day. I am a good human being. I am a strong individual. I am a strong individual. I am a strong individual. And you say them louder and louder to try and bring these things into existence. I don't believe in those things. I don't think those alone are going to get you to where you want to be. And I don't think having false perceptions of reality is going to help you either. So I'm not saying put on a, you know, a false perception or persona, I should say, and try to fake it till you make it or think that everything is fine when maybe things aren't fine. Maybe shit is really bad. Maybe things in your life are in chaos. I don't know. I'm not going to hear, I'm not going to stand here and tell you to think positive thoughts all the time. Because if things are shit, call a spade a spade, things are shit right now. But if I want things to change, I have to think differently and then therefore I have to act differently to get a different outcome. That's what I'm trying to say here. The mind will determine what your body can and can't do and what you will or won't attempt in life. So I want you to stop whatever you're doing. If you're driving, don't stop. But I want you to think about how many opportunities how many things you have passed up or said no to because your body physically is incapable of doing what you want it to do. This could be going and wearing a very revealing bikini, ladies at the beach or men. It might mean taking your top off to reveal you know, your chest, your shoulders, your arms, your midsection. Or maybe it's to do something like a fun run. It might be an obstacle course race. It might mean doing a social sport or a competitive sport, maybe going up to the next level. I want you to think about how many opportunities have passed you by or you have said no to because your body isn't up to the task or because you have had some form of fear, doubt or uncertainty that you could do what's required. Because a lot of people live in this world, they live in this world and then it becomes a new normal for you. I don't do I don't do the beach because I don't feel comfortable. I don't do obstacle course races. I don't do all of these things. And that becomes that language then breeds a certain type of action or inaction. So the very first step of the mental training is about developing awareness. That's why this show is called the wake up call. I'm here to give you a slap or a punch in the face, the good kind to wake you up and bring you back into reality. I am here to make you highly aware of your situation, the good and the bad. So you must first understand your default settings and way of thinking. When there is a problem, what do you see and how do you react? Or actually, I'm gonna take that a step further. Are you a person who reacts or or are you a person who responds to the situation? A lot of people, when things go wrong, myself included, I'm, I'm in this category with you. There are times when I have reacted emotionally when perhaps I should have responded in a more logical manner. But again, you learn from these things. Hopefully you learn 
from mistakes over time and a higher level thinking and higher level of awareness and you make better decisions over time. But what type of reaction or what is your response typically when things go wrong? Oh fuck, here we go again. Damn it, why me? Why did all these bad things always happen to me? Woe is me. Or do you have the skills to reframe a situation and shift to a problem solving mode? And you can see this very quickly, especially if there's a group of people and things go wrong, you'll find a group of people, they'll kind of stand around, they'll look at each other, they'll try and, you know, they want to spot the one person who has that light bulb moment who thinks, fuck, I've got a solution for this. Why don't we try this? Are you the person who is constantly trying to find the light bulb moment and find a solution? Or are you the person scanning the room to hope and pray that someone else finds a solution for you? Once you have a high level of awareness, you must go to action. This is the difference between theory and application. I know some really, really intelligent, some really smart people who are really fucking dumb, who are really book smart, not street smart. People who know what they should be doing when it comes to their diet, yet are significantly overweight and have done nothing to improve their body composition. I know people who are significantly smarter than me when it comes to training, yet they don't do any. I know people who have more experience, perhaps more skill than me in certain areas, yet they underperform. It's because they're not taking enough action or they're not taking the right action. But what we're talking about here is taking what you know, what you have a good comprehension and understanding of, and putting it to the test. Theory is not enough. You can't just read the books, put them away, put them away and say, I've read 430,000 books. That's just a made up number. Pulled out of thin air. But it's not good enough just to do the theory and understand the concept without actually applying it. And the way you do this is through physical training. Overcoming and seeking out challenges. Notice the word selection there. You don't run away from these things, you run towards them. This is what people who have a growth mindset do. A growth mindset is somebody who has the understanding that through hard work, through awareness, understanding situations, and through repetition, i.e. practice, you can get better at something. People who have a fixed mindset are of the belief that you either have it or you don't. You're either gifted or you're not gifted. Either you were touched with some special fairy dust or you weren't, which is just a load of bollocks. But some people have that because they are not aware of the difference between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. If you would like to learn more about the two mindsets, I would highly encourage you to go and purchase the book called Mindset, and that is written by Carol Dweck. It's a fantastic book and it will help you down the growth mindset pathway. But physical training is where you actually put all of your resources, your resilience to the test. You actually seek these problems and challenges out before they come to you. But you have to have the right mindset to even get started here. Then once you have that mindset and you are willing to test yourself to see what am I capable of? If I'm not capable of it, okay. What do I need to work on so I can overcome it 
or go to the next level and continue to improve. This is where a quality training program and regime comes in. And I'm gonna keep things very, very simple today. I'm not gonna get overly elaborate and go into too many of the specific details. I'll go into some, but I'm not going to bog you down in the minors. I wanna give you a global, an overview of what you should be focusing on here. But this is where most people, they don't know where to start. They don't know what to do, and they don't know how to progress this. I'm gonna keep it very simple for you. Physical training should be hard. If it's not, you're doing it wrong. And this is where I am absolutely gobsmacked. I, I don't comprehend when people are trying to make things easier. And I don't mean in terms of efficiency and technique. We've talked about the difference between movement efficiency and output, i.e. effort. Yes, I want you to move well. I want you to use the best technique. But your training should be difficult. It should be challenging to your level. If it's not, you're doing it wrong. Now, I'm not saying you have to max out, be laying on the floor in a heap. Your training should not crush or break you, but it definitely should be challenging. If you walk out of the gym, of your training facility, the same way that you walked in, you didn't work hard enough. And this is where when you are doing physical training, when you're lifting weights, when you are doing resistance training, you will struggle, you will strain, you'll probably grunt and groan, you'll make some weird faces and you'll sweat. That is all normal. I've talked about this before, when people who, ladies, I'm not picking on you, this is just what I've seen, men don't typically do this. Some do, but not to the same degree. People go into the, uh, to the gym or their training facility, all dolled up, brightly colored gear, fa fancy logos, you know, highly expensive equipment or a gear that they're wearing. Catchy logos, if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. Face full of makeup, hair prettied up, everything neat, organized, in position, in place, not a hair out of place. Then an hour later, they go out and they're walking out with their bag. They look exactly the same. Not one drop of sweat, not any level of exertion because they're not working fucking hard enough. Training should challenge you. But it starts with a good warm-up. My warm-ups consist of seven exercises. And you might think, geez, that's a lot, Jesse. Well, it actually only takes about six minutes, thereabouts. We do three activation exercises, four mobility drills. That's it. Then we do some warm-up sets. So we practice the first movement or exercise we're about to do, we refine it, we get out the proverbial rust from the joints, and we just get comfortable, we practice what we're actually about to load with weight, and then we do our working sets. So for me personally, when I train, I have I have several stopwatches in, in, my, in my space. I just grab one, and I set the clock, and I just get started. I don't actually look at the clock, but I know that if I do all of my training, and I am efficient with my time, and I don't fuck around, I don't dilly-dally, I just get to work, I'm there for a purpose. I set the clock and I get to work. Generally, it takes me about an hour. But when you're training, the purpose of that time, the time you have dedicated from your day is to fucking train. 
You are not there to scroll social media. You are not there to sit on your leg press for 10 minutes and hold everyone else up. You are not there to hog squat racks. You are there for a fucking purpose. Get in, do the work, get out. But the training schedule, which I have found, works for the majority of the people on a consistent basis so they can do it each week, week in, week out, is three days a week for strength training. Once you have those days set, it might be three days for you. Your schedule might be so busy because I know we all don't have time. Your schedule might only allow you two days per week. But I have found three days a week is for most people, it's the sweet spot. So you organize those days on your training or on your calendar, I should say. Maybe it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Maybe it's Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. You pick. You know your calendar and your schedule better than I do. Have a look. Okay, I'm at work from nine to five on these days. I've got meetings here. I've got extracurricular activities. I'm catching up with friends here. Just pick days and times, which you can do on a regular basis. Those are to be classed as appointments, non-negotiables. It is in the diary. It is set in stone. If something comes up that overlaps, well, you'll have to assess whether it is a higher priority or not. But I would encourage you to work things around those time slots. Again, I'm only giving you the stuff which I think is going to benefit you and it's because you're serious about your training and the results. Because if you don't train, you're not going to get the benefits with the body or with the mind that I'm talking about here. But you've set your three days for strength training, fantastic. Then you fill the remaining gaps with whatever your goals require. Don't overcomplicate it here, people. If your goals require more strength, focus on doing activities which promote strength. If your goals require you to have more aerobic or cardiovascular fitness, tailor the remaining part of the week to those type of activities. So it could be walking, could be rucking. Rucking, for those who are not familiar, is where you have a weight vest or a backpack that is weighted and you go for a walk for a determined distance or time. Might be 5Ks, might be 30 minutes, might be 90 minutes. You know your schedule. Again, pick what you can do and you can do on a consistent basis. Could be walking, could be rucking, could be running, could be intervals. It could be doing some joint mobility. Maybe you are super stiff and your joints have been locked up. Maybe you do a lot of time or you spend a lot of time sitting. If that's the case, I would encourage you to just move. Again, I'm not going to get too complicated. Maybe it's a couple walks. Maybe it's a quick mobility series. Maybe you do some, you spend some time in a deep squat. Maybe you go for a swim. Again, don't overcomplicate it. It could be a beam session, a balance beam. I've got my wild toes on and do a bit of work, 10 minutes, a bit of play, a bit of enjoyment. Good for the feet, good for the joints, low impact. And it's very fun. And you're also focusing, of course, on hydration. Three liters of water a day, up or down, based upon your body size and sleep. These must be prioritized and they have to be done consistently if you want to get great results. Consistency. If you're not doing these things on a regular basis, you are missing out on developing your aerobic system. So this is the walking, this is the rucking, this is the swimming, all of those types of things. 
if you're not doing your hydration, your mobility, stretching, foam rolling, what have you. You're missing out on the restoration work on recovering your body so that next week you can do it all again to a higher degree, higher output. And if you're not doing all of these things consistently, sleeping well, watching what you eat, getting a high level of protein, 1.5 to 2 grams of protein per kilo of your body weight, you are not improving your composition, so the way that you look, hopefully less fat and more muscle, and also the way you feel. Because if all you do each week is focus on, I've got two training sessions per week, that's it. Aside from that, I'm a couch potato. If that's all you do, you're still gonna look, feel like shit. Because two hours out of 168 is all you have dedicated to your goals. How much of an impact do you think that's going to have on your body and on your life? Really, think about it. Because some people still scratch their head and wonder, I've been training two times per week for years now and my body isn't changing. Hmm, do you reckon there's a connection there? You're training two hours and that's all you're fucking doing. If you want life-changing results, you have to change your life, i.e. the what you do every single week. Moving on, bit of a rant, but I do it because I'm passionate and I, I, small hinges swing big doors. For a lot of people, all they need to do is one extra thing consistently and it can take them to the next level. Maybe those, I have one guy who I'm training and he, he's been with me for a couple months now. He's been absolutely going fucking nuts, loves coming into training, trains hard. He's been watching his portion sizes. He's improving what he eats. Over the Christmas and New Year period, he lost three kilos without really even trying. I shouldn't say not trying. He was very mindful of what he was eating, his portion sizes, and he's still staying active, so I shouldn't say not trying, but it's been a gradual process for him. He didn't do any stupid shake diets or fad you know, programs. He just stuck to what he knows works. And he mentioned to me, that he's been doing a lot of gardening, a lot of manual labor around the house. And he said, last year, I would have been in bits. All of my joints would have been sore, would have been sore for days. And he said, he woke up just gingerly kind of getting out of bed in anticipation of feeling some soreness or some, you know, joint stiffness or pain. And he said, I was actually fine. You know, I was tired, like just exhausted from putting in the physical effort, but the rest of the body was fine. I was like, that's fucking awesome. These are the things that you can expect when you actually commit to living this lifestyle. It's not just a one-off occurrence. But what I feel does not get spoken about enough is that this type of regime and routine that I'm talking about, this is to now be considered your new normal. This is how you live. It's not an extracurricular activity. It's not something you do as a one-off appointment or fluke. It can't be. If you want great results in terms of getting fitter, becoming stronger, year on year, you have to do it all year round. This is something I see a lot of people who play sports really fail to do is in pre-season, they do a really heavy preparation and then in season they get lazy, they get sloppy, they get weak and then they get injured. But this, this also happens to 
the general folk who don't play sport, who just want to look and feel amazing, is they go for stretches where they're really motivated or they've got a good plan and they're consistent and they reap the rewards. And then they stop because, you know, maybe there was a, a long weekend, so you missed a training day and then, you know, you called that a write-off. That week was a write-off. And then the next week you didn't really feel like it. You felt like you struggled, as you probably should, because, you know, you missed a week. Your body will go backwards slightly. Not a lot, but it'll feel hard. So you think, oh, this is harder than I remember it. Why is this so fucking hard? I don't remember it being this hard. Well, it was that hard. It's just your perception of hard is now heightened because you've missed a week. When all you really need to do is just stick with it. Just go to training. Do the best you can. Just aim to hit your numbers or as close to those numbers as the program prescribes. And then next time, when it's your next training day, you do the same thing. And as you do this more consistently, when you train more consistently, your perception of effort and difficulty changes. What used to be your working sets now become your warm-up sets in terms of weight lifted. What used to feel heavy to you now feels light. When you used to lift a certain weight for five reps, which was difficult, you can now do for 10 or 15 reps. Consistency, cannot stress this enough. When you stack small wins upon each other, day after day, week after week, month after month, and year after year, you actually start changing without even realizing the significant impact it's having on your life. And this is where I don't, I'm not a cheerleader. My, my role, my style of coaching, I'm not a cheerleader. I don't stand there and clap everybody and give everyone a medal or a fucking trophy for showing up. <laughs> That's the bare minimum. I don't encourage people for average effort or output. If somebody does, if we're doing 10 to 12 reps and they hit 10, cool, you did 10. Any reps in reserve? Could you do more? Yeah, I could probably do 11 or 12, awesome. Next set, I want you to aim for 11 or 12. When you start shifting your mindset to, can I do more, can I do better, can I improve? And you have a relentless mindset of, I want to get better. I'll do whatever it fucking takes to get better. And I'm not talking about going from the bottom of Mount Everest to the fucking top in one go. I'm talking about, can you do an extra one rep? Can you do an extra two reps? Maybe it's saying no to that ice cream. When you do these and you stack up a win, you get a tick on the board, you can give yourself a small pat on the back and then keep going. When you stack a win on a win on a win, you develop the mindset of a winner and the work ethic of a winner. Somebody who understands that hard work equals result. A plus B equals C. If I do this and I do it consistently, this is what's going to happen for my body and everything around it, everything within it. I feel better, I look better, I have more conversations, I don't feel awkward in social settings. I've got more muscle, I've got better posture. I can go to the gym, I can go to the beach on my own, I can go for a hike if I want to. There's a 10K run coming up in three weeks. Fuck yeah, I'd like to try that. You're always ready. Mental and physical preparation. 
you read one book and then you read two books and then three and then suddenly your mindset is starting to shift because you're reading certain topics themes concepts over and over again and they are becoming hardwired into your brain challenge is no longer bad challenge is good it is an opportunity for growth then you try maybe an obstacle course race and then two and then you get the bug and then you maybe try something a little bit harder something like uncover the six hour physical challenge hint hint nudge nudge but every time you do something like this you raise your own bar higher and higher so what you perceived was your limit now becomes middle of the road this is now comfortable this is what i'm talking about what used to feel heavy now feels light and then if you keep chipping away you keep chopping wood putting in more reps keep turning up keep putting your best effort forward what used to feel heavy again it now feels light and you just keep climbing you go higher and higher better better fitter fitter faster faster stronger stronger steadily you are becoming a different human better stronger tougher and a more disciplined version of the old or the current you so when you look back where you were one year ago three years ago five years ago you're going to think about how small you were playing in the game of life and how little of your potential you were using caught up with a couple friends for coffee recently and we were reminiscing about the very first session that we had together and he uh i remember it vividly actually this person was out of puff i thought he was about to fucking cark it i thought he's about he was about to knock on death's door he looked absolutely fucked <laughs> tomato red face and he looks back at some photos and you know videos of you know the training we used to do he's like fuck how did i get so fat how did i let myself get like that it's only a few years down the track he's like that used to be me he didn't change himself overnight he doesn't train like a madman now because he flipped a switch he decided to take one action and then another action and then that became his new normal and he committed to that for a lengthy period of time and this is what it this is the point i want to drive home to you it takes time if you want a four week challenge fuck off go somewhere else i don't do that it's not going to happen you will burn you will crash and burn like all four week fucking programs or challenges do but you have to stick to the process and chop wood for a long period of time without looking for applause or a trophy this is what winners understand there is no finish line there is no championship trophy right now put in the work get the result done next rinse and repeat you put in the work behind the scenes when it's dark when nobody's around when you don't want to do it that's when you need to do it so that when the audience is there maybe it's game time maybe the whistle blows or all eyes are on you maybe some form of crisis happens and again you're in that room we look back to that room 
and everyone's looking around, fuck, who's got a solution? Who's got an idea? Who's gonna fix the problem? You step forward, I've got this. You'll be ready. If you're always preparing and training yourself physically and mentally, you never have to get ready. When shit goes sideways, you'll be able to stand still, hold your ground and say, I've done the hard work. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for anything and everything that life throws at you. That is the power of physical and mental preparation. Make sure you train your mind and your body accordingly. If you loved the wake up call, found it entertaining or got some benefit out of listening, I would appreciate you helping me to spread the word. Please share it with a friend or on social media so that you can pay it forward and give someone else the opportunity to improve themselves like you just have. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon for another episode.